You're tuned into Fork Podcast. This week's guest is Kelly Craig, model and actress who helps us to understand the importance of exploring and learning. I think it's unfortunate when people waste time regretting the things that they've done. I think everything happens for a reason, depending on where you're at in your life. And I think it's just more, it's important to just learn from those things, move on, and then and keep growing. Hi there, I'm Sean Chris Lewis. Welcome to Fork Podcast. And today I am with a very dear friend, Kelly Craig. Listen, you might know her from blockbuster movies like 300, Oracle of Delphi. Am I getting that right? Yes. <laughs> Runway model. This girl is great and uh, she has a lot to share with us today. So Kelly, welcome to Fork Podcast. Thank you, Sean. Hey, man, I'm really happy to have you here. I've been trying to get you in for a few weeks now, but you've been going through some moving, like your life's a little bit upside down. So putting that all aside for me, much appreciated, Kelly. (laughs) It's my pleasure to be here. Hey, man. So I went out there and I did a little Google searching on Kelly Craig just so I can get my facts straight about things that maybe you didn't want to tell me about. And then I come across this wiki page and I'm like, Kelly Craig, my friend, has a wiki page. I, what is that? What Can you explain a wiki page to me? I might be ignorant, but like, what is that? You know, I wasn't the one that made that. So I have, I, I don't know who did, but if you Google me, there's a, it's a small description of... Okay, hold on. You, somebody you don't know... I have no idea. No, I have no idea. That's so we a don't... Fan or be, something. Uh, a fan? Yeah. Okay. All right. So the, the the actress world can get a little sketchy, I guess, from time to time, yeah. right? Like, yeah. Uh, how's the wiki page? Do you find that it's an accurate um, depiction of yourself? Uh, not anymore, no. Um, I've done a few more things since then. I think it's mostly covers just the early um, years of my modeling career and uh, 300 There has been so much uh, transformation in your life from the time that I met you. Actually, we go back probably about 15 years when you first came in to see me when I was um, working primarily as a personal trainer. You came in and you were looking to change your life, get healthier. You felt that the uh, environment that you were working in wasn't conducive to good health. And yeah, you you actually challenged me because I was a little bit earlier in my career and you wanted to... uh, figure out how you can manage your weight and mm-hmm. things because uh, mm-hmm. you were you know you it wasn't a shape magazine model you were doing runway modeling which yeah. the body types are very different and it yes. must have been very challenging for you as a as a female uh it definitely was um it's kind of unrealistic expectations that the agencies put on you i was very young too at the time and they didn't give me a healthy way to manage my weight i was basically told to go running and to not eat any carbs boil my chicken breasts green beans no watermelon no bananas no carrots uh they even suggested a grapefruit diet at one point to get ready for fashion week so you go on this diet for a week and all you eat are grapefruits I don't want to assume that every everybody who goes into that career walks away with it with uh, with problems or has to deal with stressors because everybody deals with stress differently. So I don't want to assume that that created um, any kinds of issues for you around your your body type image or things. But 
if it did create some problems for you, could mm-hmm. you sort of share with people what you can do? Yeah. Well, essentially, the information that the agency was giving me about losing weight, um, it wasn't working for me. I didn't feel good. I wasn't uh, getting anywhere with it, actually. And so I started to look elsewhere and at people in the fitness industry, and that's when I found you. Yeah. Thank God. Thank God, yeah. <laughs> when I couldn't even do a lunge. <laughs> <laughs> on those, on your toothpicks. On my, yeah. little, my toothpicks that were only good for running, you know. <laughs> and now with Matt, what are you doing like for your max squats? What do you, what is your? I think I'm at one, 175. Yeah. One yeah. max rep. Yeah, Ke- Kelly. Uh, or one just, rep max. <laughs> just for the listeners, trains also with Matt Suckalukchuk, who was on our, our one of our first podcasts, and he just pushes you, man, to lift yeah. heavy and hard. It's it's quite impressive. That for me was sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just gonna say that then when I met you and I told you where I was at and what I needed to achieve, and you know, you gave me a a healthy way to go about it to. Actually, that allowed me to eat more, build muscle, lift weights, and it really helped me uh, maintain my body weight and feel good. Yeah, and I mean, I we had stayed very much in touch over that period of time, and you maintained, one, the body type that you needed to continue your career. Yeah. I mean, you had two choices, right? You could walk away from the career, say that I'm done, mm-hmm. I don't want to expose myself to this, mm-hmm. or you could try something new that might or might not work but it seemed to really work because your career had gone on for a few years um, after we had been working together and every time I saw you your energy was higher you were feeling good and you were developing this strong interest towards physical fitness Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. which is kind of where you're at right now yeah there's so many benefits to it and I feel them on a daily basis like now I'm at a point where I train about four or five times a week and you know you have days where you don't really feel like going to the gym and you kind of drag yourself there but like I always feel so good after training um just gets those endorphins going feeling strong has helped me so much in my life it's empowered me in so many ways and it's given me so much more confidence in myself and the strength to do things that I probably didn't have before. You're a tall, slender, figured person naturally. Mm. But when we did your first like weigh-ins and did your body testing, you were kind of shocked to see like you were slim, but your visceral fat, which is that fat internal belly stuff, which is not good for us. You were kind of shocked to say, oh my God, like my numbers are not that good. Yeah, it's crazy. I wasn't very happy with the way I was looking on the outside, but a lot of people would have looked at me and said, oh, but you're in good shape. Yeah, and I think there's a tendency to think, oh, you're lucky because of the, you know, you're slim and you're tall. But I know you work very hard to be fit and healthy. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. part of being fit and healthy just has this side side effect of giving us a different physique, right? I don't want to say a better physique because some people don't really worry about that. But mm-hmm. I don't see any problem with wanting to be fit and looking good too. Yeah. I, I, I think that's also... Yeah, and um, important too. just to, to talk a little bit about how I see you as like emerging from this world of acting and and modeling and, 
you know, people have a tendency to think maybe that, you know, that's a fake world and it produces people who are fakes. And, and Kelly, I got to say, one of the things that I've really appreciated about you so much is that you're such a transparent, real person. Like, I mean, if anybody just goes on your Instagram and sees your Halloween costume, like, <laughs> well, a lot of young ladies go out and dress like the, the cat or the nurse. You're like in a zombie outfit and like looking super <laughs> scary and gross and that's how did you maintain this sort of natural very real side i mean when you're immersed in a very kind of fake world um i just i've always found it really important to um remain present and and be as real as possible and there's a certain vulnerability to that let it, we actually talked about that. We we trained together this morning, guys. So we were, um, yeah, we talked about that in the gym this morning where we were talking about relationships. Yes. Really can hold you grounded. Yes. And I think yes. when you wade out into that fake world mm-hmm. and you don't have the right mm-hmm. relationships, you could lose yourself. Yeah, exactly. You can. And I've seen it uh, in the modeling world and the acting world. It was always very important important to me to remain grounded and truthful to myself so I could be truthful with others. And I also look for that in other people and the connections that I make, um, real people. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I know your mom, she's a very real, real woman. And, (laughs) uh, she must've been instrumental in helping you develop and Mm -hmm, be the mm -hmm. woman you've become. Yeah, for sure. For sure. She, uh, my mom has a very, very big heart and wears her heart on her sleeve. And I've, uh, I've always admired that about her. I, it was actually your, your, um, your mom who told me about your acting in that movie. You didn't tell me. Yeah, I, I yeah. don't. I don't usually. Yeah, so, tell okay, people. so I got it right. I, you were the Oracle of Delphi. Yes, that crazy scene where the smoke comes out and you do this crazy dance. And uh, so, tell me about that role a little bit. How oh. did that happen? And uh, is that one of the things that young actors out there who are like really holding on for their big ticket? Is this one of those things? It's a random event. And oh you just- well, you know what? I wasn't even acting at that point. I was still uh, only a model. Um, and 300 was shot in Montreal and they had been looking for someone for this role for months and they started to get desperate. So they reached out to modeling agencies. And so my agent called me up and she was like, um, we have this role for you. Uh, you're going to be a mermaid. Okay. <laughs> okay. So in 300 I, yeah in, yeah who was I, the mermaid i, 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 I don't think recall. she was just poorly informed oh. anyway um i go to the audition i have no idea what to expect i get there it's like kind of like two rocker dudes with like long hair and they're like hey all right so um just like get down on your knees and pretend you took some like crazy drugs and like dance and like freak out <laughs> okay <laughs> And then they're like, and then after that, we want you to collapse onto the floor and make up a language. And I was like, oh my, this just got really weird. <laughs> okay. So I did it. I did it a couple times. I did it a couple times. And they're like, thanks. That was great. And I left that audition and I was like, what? What just happened? What did I just do? Yeah, I didn't know any of this <laughs> that, story. And I, that was the weirdest thing I've ever had. And you pulled to that do. off. You like did the drugged out dancing yeah, and like yeah. 
Yeah, because, you know, once, I mean, I was there, I said, oh, I'll just go for it. I mean. Did you have any experience that led you to be able to do that? Or, I mean, is modeling somehow, like, force you to be creative in actions in front of people? I don't know. Actions in front of, I mean, you're modeling, you're also acting in front of the camera. I mean, it's in a different, it's in a different way, but it does help you become comfortable being on camera. Um I do have a dance background. When I was much wow. younger, I used yeah. to dance. Okay, so you drew on all like like the, all of these all things. of your experience. So <laughs> yes. I think that's amazing because that really, really sort of drives home the point and the importance of us trying and doing many different things in life because. Most times that we want to do something new, we're going to draw on all of our experiences and all the things we've done in the past, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's what makes it um, so fun to experience like new things. Yeah, man, I'm all on board with that because often I, I, from doing interviews on, on Fork Podcast, you always hear that in periods where people had to redefine themselves, I don't like redefine because it means like leaving a part of you behind. I don't like that idea. Mm. I think that we're we're always carrying the the who we are forward, but we we sort of develop the develop ourselves in a different way using all the tools that we already have. Yeah. That is critical. Being able to draw on many aspects of yourself when trying to do something different. So it's not about not being who you are anymore. Mm -hmm. It's about taking who you are and just developing it a little further Mm -hmm. into something else. Mm -hmm. Constantly growing, learning from your past mistakes. um, Past mistakes. You don't don't have any mistakes, (laughs) Kelly. You're... None of us do really. It's all on, it's all perspective, I think, and how you look back on it. Interesting. What yeah. do what do you mean by that? Um I think it's unfortunate when people waste time regretting the things that they've done. I think everything happens for a reason depending on where you're at in your life. And I think it's just more it's important to just learn from those things, move on and then keep and keep growing. Yeah, I I I'm on board with that, man. I think that um the things that happen or that we've done where regret is really one of those emotions that can stall us, right? Mm-hmm. They can really stop us from doing new things because we feel that the, that anchor in the sand of regret that how dare I try to do something different when I've done this bad thing in the past and you can't, you can't break away from that. What do you, what do you, what's your takeaway Kelly with, um, say acting you're it really is one of those careers where you you just don't know you don't know am i gonna get a call i'm gonna do you do you just have to throw a lot out there lots of auditions and how well the thing is is that it's it's not really up to me it's kind of up to my agent to find those auditions for me and then the casting directors to have the roles for me to go in and audition for um it's it's definitely a bit of a crazy career choice, I would say, because it is so uncertain. That's kind of also what I, I like about it. I like the uncertainty yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and not really knowing. And then when you get something, it's really great. And then, it, you know, you don't have something for a while and you have to deal with that. So it kind of it kind of keeps you on your toes. 
Yeah. It's the, it's never a dull moment. How do you feel about, um, like when I was trying to start my business as a personal trainer and I only had like one or two clients and I was in the, you know, the cradle of frustration and, and mm. people would ask me what I do. I felt this, you know, like this hesitation to say I'm a personal trainer mm. because I was, I wasn't it, you know, mm. I, and I, thank God I started my career before Instagram. Holy smokes. <laughs> Maybe right now I'd still say I'm not a personal trainer based on what I see on Instagram, man. Everyone's a baller out there, like, a, you know, 10K followers and they're only following back 30 people. Right. You know, like it's so it's weird. It's also pretty fake. Yeah. It's yeah. pretty weird, yeah. man. And I'm glad I didn't have to start a business in that climate. However, I did start work podcast in that climate and it's really <laughs> coming to attack a part of me that I haven't had to deal with within so many years so how do you deal with being an actress and having done some a blockbuster movie and i know you were on law and order recently no what I was, was the, a, you were a victim on on a, oh that was a the detectives a tv show okay most recently it was a mcdonald's commercial I saw from that. From McCafe. Yeah, yeah. McCafe. <laughs> Supporting McDonald's, Kelly, which yeah. is great. Uh, listen, they, they have salads, man. It doesn't have to be a Big Mac. $1 coffee. Yeah, so. like I, I yeah, uh, you know, like just on that point, somebody, I just read uh, this morning, somebody said, McDonald's doesn't make you unhealthy. Just making it a regular part of your of your nutrition might, but you can go in there and order a salad, right? Yeah, you yeah. you don't have to have it. Every, yeah, I'm not down with that, man. Like bashing, I, you know, my my wife and I went pulled into a, um to a, a McDonald's while we were driving up north on the weekend, mm -hmm. and um and we stopped to get a coffee, and I told her, I said, remember we were in Caracas. Annabelle and we we this was a few years ago we went to Caracas and and uh in Venezuela and it wasn't particularly safe even then that's a few years ago now yeah. forget about it but like back then it wasn't the safest city and at one point there was like fireworks or firecrackers going off a parade of people and I'm like this is the scene where you get robbed man this is the scene where you get knifed or something <laughs> and I was stressed we were there with my parents and we were just like my mom looked like a tourist like it just looked like she was begging to be robbed and and Annabelle and I were so stressed and then we come around this corner and there's a McDonald's the golden arches in Caracas and we go in and I'm like Oh, I can relax I'm in now. McDonald's, man. Oh so God. a shout out to McDonald's for tourists <laughs> who are feeling like they just need to feel grounded in home. <laughs> right? Like Hilarious. Yeah, yeah, man. Like all is well. You yeah. know, I'm in McDonald's. Man, nobody's going to rob me in here. No, no. I'm safe here under the golden arches. <laughs> so tell me, man, what's going on with training now, Kelly? Like I... Things are new, like, I see something else coming out of you right now with your training. Uh, um, well, I've, it's been, I think, over a year now where I've really um, started focusing on it a lot and hitting the gym a lot and lifting heavy. Um, and I love it. I love it so much, and it makes me feel so good and so strong. Um, and, I mean, I encourage all women to hit the gym and lift weights and to not be scared to lift heavy. Because I think a lot of women worry that if they lift heavy, they're going to end up looking masculine or 
I mean, er, look er, at you. Er. You're, you look you great. You look at like when you flex, you got the muscles. But when you're relaxed, you just have, you know, nice fit shape. Like Thank you, you. Yeah. Like, I mean, you people, I agree. Like there's yeah. this thought that oh, I'm going to get muscular. I'm going to have no neck mm, and I'm going to mm, have veins. Mm, mm. But no. I don't think pe- people understand the amount of work you would have to put in to achieve that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to, to, you know, for instance, to get, um, you know, as buff as Matt. For yeah. example, or anyone that's super. Yeah, I don't really. It's, it's I don't want to see hard. a woman who gets buff no. like Matt. <laughs> it's it's hard to 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 put on that you know that amount of muscle mass. Yeah, it takes a long time. Um, and like I said, I mean, I I started off quite thin, and so it's taken me over a year to see. Uh, a change in my body and finally it's finally happening <laughs> well i mean there's a huge lesson in that right kelly mm-hmm. like uh when you consistency were consistency consistency key it really is and, and patience because you, you're not going to achieve results you know in a month or two months it, it, it takes time yeah i think there's a little bit of a tendency right now to We've got this sort of dichotomy going on, right? You got you got one school of thought saying, "Hey, don't put so much pressure on yourself." You know, uh, love yourself how you are, mm-hmm. and then you have this other school of thought. It's like train and pound yourself into the dust until you got nothing else left in the tank, <laughs> and it's like no. Everybody's gravitating towards the middle, or mm. if they're in mm. the middle, they somehow feel like shy to say, "No, I'm just you know trying to be healthy and fit and doing my thing." And and uh, but how do you feel about goals versus just you know no goals? I think uh, uh, short term achievable goals are key. I like that. Yeah, yeah I uh, um, because you don't want to set the bar too high. Isn't it, it, you, it makes it hard for you to get there and you, you know, you could, you feel like a failure or disappointment or whatever, but a small short-term goals, um, I think, uh, are the best way to go. Um, I like that. I, I yeah. like that. Cause then it, it reinforces having goals and they're but it, and reali- realistic. That's right. It's and not then it, unrealistic. That's it. Because then it keeps you off of the frontier of pounding yourself into the dust mm-hmm. because that's not sustainable. Mm-hmm. And you can't do that. You can't do that sustainably over time. So you'll find out that you can have goals, but you don't have to go over there to that extreme. But also having the goal keeps you off the fence where you're not really having any quantifiable sort of methods that will keep you on track, right? Mm -hmm. If you say, I'm just going to be healthy, it's a bit vague and it's really hard to determine, am I being healthy without maybe, you know, checking your circumference, waist circumference, or, you know, I don't want to say jumping on a scale because a scale inevitably just causes such like weird thoughts for people. I do. And I know plenty of people who get on the scale and they're fine with it. I just don't want to blast that out on the podcast because I don't know who's listening. And I certainly don't want to. I mean, I, I, I can't stand weighing myself to be honest with you because it, it, it doesn't actually tell me, um, it's just, it's just my weight and like, I'm heavy now. I'm the heaviest I've ever been. 150 pounds. Yeah, because you're carrying around a sack full of muscle on that body. <laughs> <laughs> on these bones. Yeah, but crazy, eh? How um, you... 
Yeah, but I've never liked uh, weighing myself because it doesn't tell me my body composition. It's no. just the weight. Yeah. So is that, is that 150 pounds of fat? Yeah. Is that 150 pounds of muscle? Is that water retention? What is it? Yeah. I think that's more valuable than just your weight. I, I totally agree. Because if we went, when I first met you, those 15, maybe even more years ago, I didn't do the math. But um, if we went just on weight, everybody would have said, oh, you're fine. Mm. Everything's just fine. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, you're with the, you know, your BMI, your body mass index. Oh, yeah. you're just fine. And meanwhile, you're not fine. You're unhealthy. You're, you have no muscle on your body. Your visceral fat, the internal fat that we can't see is high, mm. which can lead to disease down the road. Yeah. Um, you, it's not fine. And no, it's so- not fine. And, and, and you coined the term skinny fat yeah, and it's yeah. a thing. Yeah. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a problem and it becomes a, 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 a it becomes very apparent as you get older. Mm. It's a little bit, you know, it's one thing to be, you know, people saying, oh, I feel soft. And that's one thing versus when you're older, like after 50, mm-hmm. I'm into my age category and you don't have muscle mass on your body, but you're still look of normal weight mm-hmm. and you you get injured super easily. You don't heal as fast. If if you fall, you can fracture things because you just your body's not not well. Yeah, keep moving. Yeah, yeah. And I, I mean that in all senses of the word, like you know, moving, keeping uh, active physically, but also keeping active uh, mentally. Uh, getting out there and and doing the things you have to do instead of sitting at home and and dwelling you know you gotta keep on moving and and one day at a time yeah i like that kelly (laughs) i like that one day at a time man (laughs) so um listen kelly how can people reach out to you because listen i gotta say you've uh you've been sharing with me that a lot of people are reaching out to you on instagram actually and you're considering maybe getting into personal training i am i am um how does that happen from the Kelly that I first met to this <laughs> Kelly who's now a person going into personal training? Well, I love it. You know, I just, I love being in the gym and uh, I'd like to give back. Yeah. I'd like to start helping people um, and feel good about themselves. Yeah, man. Well, I strongly recommend anybody who has worked either in a similar field to Kelly, she can bring tremendous amounts of um of value to people to help to be healthy in in the modeling world and healthy in the acting world because there really is a need for people who can go into that and understand the the challenges that people have in the industry because i mean we all know lots of actors we all know lots of models and we all know lots of people who've have developed perhaps some dysfunctional thinking around that. And I'm not saying that you got to act like a psychologist, but to at least once you help people to understand health and fitness better in their career, Mm -hmm. you can transform Mm -hmm. their lives and actually extend their career and make them love it even more. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So how are we reaching you, Kelly? Where do we? Well, you can reach me on Instagram. Um, My handle is at Kelly Cray, K-E-L-L-Y-C-R. A Y. Okay, and I'll put that in the show notes as usual. So, um, Kelly, in closing, any final words to 
people out there who are struggling in their industry, wondering, should I keep doing this? Am I ever going to get my day in in the sun? Am I, is it all worth it? Like (laughs) we all, we all go through that. You know, we all have, we all have those thoughts. Um, I just think it's important to uh, keep moving, be consistent, work hard, uh, connect with other people in your industry, motivate each other and put yourself out there. Yeah. Well, Kelly, thank you so much for being on Fort Podcast. It was just great having you here and uh, you have an awesome day and you guys out there have an awesome day too. Thanks, John. Thanks, Kelly.